You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everyone. I am your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Happy day, happy Black Friday! If you're listening to this on its release date, hope you're having you had a great Thanksgiving, or if you live in another country. Great Thursday, whatever. Thanksgiving, yeah, I get it. We treated a, a Native American's horrible, but you get an extra day of three football games. So you're welcome, rest of the world. Freedom football <laughs> brought to you by the United States of America. But what an absolute flex. That's right. <laughs> Freedom and football brought to you by the US of A. Welcome. Also, America. Drew me some ghosts, but you can't see it. It's out of the picture a little bit. I'll show you guys later. That's really cute. Thank uh, you. So, welcoming in my faithful co's, we got Nate Christian, Phil Porkman Simmons, and Chevin Nooney. Gentlemen, how are we tonight? Doing pretty good. I think you're right about this whole uh, football takeover. We're spreading the word. You know, we're in Mexico City, we're in Munich, we're in London, we're all over the place. The whole world will soon be the NFL's. Yes. I would love to go to a game in a different country. I honestly think it would be great. You just get a whole bunch of NFL f- football fans together. Maybe they don't care about the teams that are playing, but they just love the sport. I think that can create a good atmosphere. I mean, you see people singing songs together. It's all love. There's no real rivalries going on. So I think that would be a heck of a time to go to one of those games, man. It's got to be awesome. Let's go to a football game in Florida. You ever been to Florida? It feels like you're on another planet. (laughs) There's a lot of Florida stories I've seen, and I I think I'm just going to stay here in Arizona for the time being. You're probably smart. You will not get eaten by a crocodile. And insurance is ridiculous there. So that's one thing I learned so far in my insurance journey. So don't don't try to get insurance there. There you go. Good deal. Not insuring the state of Florida as per (laughs) ship. But I'll tell you what we are doing because, hey, today's the day. We're going to fight for big screen TVs in the Walmart parking lot. We're going to drink vodka waiting in line because Mm. that's what you do when you take off work and we're going to get some Black Friday steals. We got some buy low trade targets that are not going to help our team right now. They're going to help us in 2023 and beyond. Pork, do you want to fight me in a Walmart parking lot for a TV? Of course you do. But I before do. we do that, we're going to fight over some players. It's going to be fab. Is it going to be a trade? I don't know. But let's start out with the guy that loves going on, going off first. Nate, who <laughs> is your Black Friday steal? I don't usually go off first, but... My steal today is Darren Waller, who is still a top tight end, if you believe it or not. Um, And this is not only a guy who's going to help you next year, but he actually might even help you a little bit this year. But we'll get to that Um, next to Travis Kelsey, Mark Andrews, and a couple other of these uh, big name tight ends. Darren Waller is right in that top tier uh, when he's healthy. 
because when he's healthy, he is so far this season, the third best with average target distance. He is still ninth in the NFL with five deep targets for tight ends. And he has missed a lot of games so far this year. (laughs) He's got the seventh best air yard share, which means, you know, once again, he's getting that yardage down the field. He just can't stay healthy, unfortunately, right now. But, hey, we can get Darren Waller really cheap right now. This is the cheapest you can get him since he became a fantasy-relevant tight end, basically. So if you're looking at your team and this year just isn't working out and you know, you've had some bad luck with injury or whatever, but you're still excited about your team's chances in 2023, Darren Waller is someone I think you should go out and acquire now because he's only going to get more expensive as you know next season gets closer. He could come back and, as long as he's healthy, be a top-five tight end again next year. And, you know, at only 30 years old, he's still got another year or two maybe after that. You know, I think Darren Waller still fits that two to three year window for your team if you're competing. So I think Darren Waller is still a good buy at this moment. I mean, the Raiders are looking not great so far. They're having kind of a bad season, as we know. And they're probably going to be making some changes, whether that's a, you know, head coach, offensive coordinator, maybe even quarterback. We never know in today's NFL. But I do think it's going to get better for that offense. They are going to be clicking next year. Hunter Renfro has also been out for a lot of the season. And we know that that offense does not click with a Hunter Renfro in there. So once Hunter Renfro gets back in there, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, and we get that Raiders offense we thought we were promised this year, maybe it looks a little bit better. Um, I would expect it to. So I think Darren Waller is someone you should go out and acquire. He can be had for a late second. Um, and you can just throw a little tight end. Somebody who scores some fantasy points like Tyler Higby or Hayden Hurst, but throw one of those guys and maybe an early third over to an owner who's just tired of Darren Waller and not being able to use him for fantasy points. I love it. You're not concerned about changes in the offense. You think he's an elite level talent that will transcend anything. Okay. I think, I think Darren Waller when he's healthy and, and it's very easy to forget because he has struggled with injuries over the past couple of years, but if you think back to when you've seen the Raiders play on like Monday night football or Sunday night football, we have seen Darren Waller just completely, you know, ascend, you know, to that top level of tight ends, you know, games where he has 12 receptions, you know, he has 150 yards, a couple touchdowns. He has that kind of level in him and everyone knows it in the NFL at this point. So I don't think whatever changes are coming are going to really affect how Darren Waller gets used in this offense and at least won't affect his fantasy production too much. They're going to have a busy, busy offseason trying to fix everything. You got Josh Jacobs, who you didn't re-side. I honestly have no clue what to expect from these guys this offseason. I think it's going to be mass chaos. What's about to happen there? 10 and 39 on the season, too. Injuries have really hurt him the last two, to be honest, two years. You know, know, fantasy points per game uh, in 2020, he was the second – Best tight end last year, he was the tight end six. This year, in points per game, he's 19. But obviously, you know, he's had a game, a couple games where he hasn't really finished, you know, mm-hmm. the, the game and he's missed a lot of snaps and just really not looking good um, with that injury. But when he's on the field, man, this is a guy you want. I mean, to start the season off, week one and week two, Darren Waller was a top 10 tight end both weeks. Um, looking back, you know, his second week against Arizona Cardinals. We know they're never really good against the tight end. Six receptions, 50 yards, uh, 17 fantasy points with that touchdown on, on top of it. So, One spot ahead of Colby Parkinson, by the way. <laughs> I 
throwback name for you. There. What a great guy. Oh my God. Yeah, Old Parkinson, so, man. Wow. All right. So, Nate, 2023, sky's the limit for Darren Waller. Yep. I love where your head is at. Phil, how about yourself? What is uh, what is a Black Friday steal and your, your trade target for 2023 and beyond? Um, trade target for me, I'm actually going to go with an old school Manny Big Chest special um, with Sky Moore. I know he was a big fan of his. Um, <clears throat> obviously, we know he started slow this season. Um, but the last game, I think I started to see a little bit of uh, development with him. Um, obviously, uh, Juju was out and uh, MVS was out. So it was, you know, the war of attrition. It was him and Justin Watson and uh, a couple other guys out there. Um, but when the lights was on, he actually he showed up and, and played a, a really good game. And uh, we had five receptions for 63 yards. And, you know, we're playing with Patrick Mahomes. It does look make you look good, but you still got to catch the ball. And and I, I was really, really, really happy to see that he was actually doing well. Um, so for next year, for this to be a Black Friday sale, um, the thing that I see is that uh, Juju's on a one-year deal. MVS is on a one-year deal. Justin Watson is on a one-year deal. Only person that's signed past the next year is Kadarius Tony. And guess what? He has hamstring problems. So that just leaves you with Sky Moore. Again. And mm-hmm. we, we don't know what it's looking like for and next year. Nicole Hardman, I believe, is a free agent. Nicole Hardman. Yes, exactly. So he's he's the only is between left? him and Tony. Tyreek Hill Jr. Are you talking about there? <laughs> yeah. So when we when we see it in this case, it's, it's Sky Moore and pretty much everybody else, and Travis Kelsey, obviously. Um, and we don't know what they're doing with the running back position either, because that's that's in flux at this point. Um, so we have Sky Moore there. Um, and he he this is his, his highest snap share this week um throughout the season. And if he can get five for five for six for six for over sixty yards, maybe we can see an uptick for how the season's gonna go for this year. We saw Juju got knocked out a couple of weeks ago, so I'm not too sure how long he's gonna be in that protocol. Um that didn't look too good. Um so w- when it comes down to it, get the guys now while they're the cheapest that you can, because you know he was going in the first round. Um, the 2022 draft. So mm-hmm. um, you can probably get them cheaper, way cheaper now um, when it comes to draft capital. And I, I got a couple trades here, which was – it was kind of weird, but it was like a Joe Mixon for Sky Moore in the 23 first. That's all based off of, you know, your your team construction. I got a Dave, uh, Sky, Sky Moore 23 second for James Conner. Um, I think that's all pretty much, you know – roster constructed too if you're trying to you know if, if you're trying to rebuild i will move off of james connor i know i used him on a prior episode but you know it's, it's old if you're trying to move off these older running backs and get younger receivers that's the way to go to build build your team um and i have one more trade um it was a sky more for elijah Moore. um oh, we haven't seen anything with elijah Moore. it's it's, it's type crazy he played really really well last year um, I'm gonna just move off of him at this point, especially if Zach Wilson is still there. You never know. I, it looks like he's not even gonna be there for week to week. I can guarantee you, Elijah Moore has a great shot of not being on the Jets next year. He is oh, doing no. everything possible, everything possible to just get cut 
or traded for like a sixth round pick, man. He is mm-hmm. really just stinking it up on social media, on the field. I mean, he's doing the a Antonio Brown. I mean, he's doing it great. Uh, and there's a possibility that if Wilson isn't the quarterback next week, I have a feeling that he might he could pop off with a Joe Flacco or or a Mike White special. I would um, die if he threw a pass next week, Elijah Moore. That'd be great. <laughs> you know, you think about it. Great rookie year, second year not so good. Elijah Moore could be the next Dante Pettis, man. Oh gosh, <sighs> hey, he's still great. Run. Dante Pettis is going off for the Bears this great year. He's the most touchdown, one. baby. Sad. You know, I was never a big fan of Elijah Moore, but this is not how I saw it going. No, we no both we, we both weren't that high on him, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was a couple. He had he had the hands. I just didn't see mm-hmm. anything else. Oh, absolutely. Came down to his profile. I, I that was that yeah. was his best. That was his best attribute. He was um, always a decent route runner and everything, but just never saw the the ceiling that I think some other people saw. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, let's move on to our next one, Chev. Twenty twenty three. Yeah, man, I actually have really liked the, what I've seen from this guy. Donovan Peoples Jones has been a solid piece for this Cleveland offense in an offense that's led by Jacoby Brissett. We'll see if he can sign his own contract next year. Uh, not sure where he'll be. He's a journeyman of the NFL, so he'll probably be in Atlanta next year. Mark that down. Uh, but since week three, he has over 84% of the snaps. From week four to week 11, he's averaging 6.5 targets a game and 72 yards a game. And I honestly think that production is going to go up when you get Deshaun Watson back. If he can somewhat get back to the form that he was playing at when he was with Houston, it's going to take a while. I'm not expecting Deshaun Watson to come in and just light the world on fire after not playing for almost two years now. But I think it's going to be a huge upgrade for Donovan Peoples-Jones. He's 23 years old. I mean, he's in an offense that needs a wide receiver, too. I mean, you have Amari Cooper, who has – he's probably having one of his better years in the NFL, and it's with a guy that hasn't had a great career as a QB. And we know Watson's going to come back, and he's going to be the guy – And honestly, I think production is going to go up. We know that Nick Chubb's still going to get his, but I love what I'm seeing from Donald Peoples-Jones. Like I said, he's a young asset. He's not going to really cost you too much either. I want to say he's wide receiver 40 at the moment, so people probably aren't even looking at this guy. But if he sprinkles a few more touchdowns in there, he was wide receiver 14 this week, huge games. He's a guy to watch out for, man, especially just a cheap, cheap asset that you can get for a third-round pick. Um, and I think you can give up a late second and be okay with that. Um, but he's a guy that I I want to steal. I want to have him on my team just so when the future comes, he, he pops off with Deshaun Watson. It could be a good trade piece for me. Or if Amari Cooper goes down, we've seen him with a few injuries in his career. I think he can step up and be a, a bigger asset in that offense. So – Donovan Peoples-Jones is a guy that I believe he's from Michigan. Porkman probably doesn't like him, but he's a guy that I really like right now. Chef. I actually I actually really do like Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, he has the profile to, to be that next level Absolutely. type of receiver, mm-hmm. but when he was with Michigan, they didn't use him at all because they're, they're dumb, their obviously. Their offense sucks. Well, their offense was <laughs> their offense was terrible, um, but he had the speed. He got the height. He got the weight. 
he got the hands and he had a nice uh, sideline catch this week um mm-hmm. that that looked really really good um as a solid wide receiver too if you get him for a third round pick i think that's a, a honestly a steal especially for next year hopefully deshaun watson comes back to that, the level that he was playing at when he was with the texans mm-hmm. um and have a solid wide receiver too you remember he had a guy like uh will fuller who, who played it was yeah. a deep a deep uh a deep threat for him that could be a Donovan people jones type of role so I, i'm all for uh dpj and i honestly thought Donovan Peoples-Jones was like 27 years old. I mean, it just feels like he's been in the league forever, but 23, 24 years old, like, man, he's got a lot of potential. He's he's grown every single year. He's gotten more playing time every single year. He's really progressing himself pretty well to have a possible breakout year in 2023. All right. DPJ breaking out in 2023. So let's move on. This is my buy low, buy very low. (laughs) by <laughs> very low he's going to be out there not a lot of people are going to want to hang buy on to fab. what's that you're going to buy him with fab why not yeah yeah hey if you could buy a player with fab buy a player with fab man might say his first name wrong i believe chev is it tristan or tristan i'm gonna be honest man i don't know exactly Probably he hasn't tristan. done jack crap so i haven't heard it very much <laughs> gonna be an e tristan ebner running back for the chicago bears and look, everyone keeps saying it's the next man up in Chicago, right? It's Khalil Herbert. And then it's going to be whoever's behind him. That's Tristan Ebner. Mm-hmm. We're talking about a guy, Khalil Herbert, shown right now, got more playing time, got banged up. He's on IR, okay? Ebner didn't do much last week. He's going to get into the flow of things. David Montgomery leaves, as we're assuming. And again, this is a this is a move that you're going – it's a, going to be a risky move – but it's also going to be a low risk and potentially better a reward over what you're paying for him. Okay. So it's next man up. He's going to be the guy. He's big too. 5'11, 206. So we got that size. We got that weight combination that we like in an NFL running back. He's only owning 7% of sleeper leagues. Okay. So he out there, as they say. And I know that that obviously includes redraft leagues as well, but still. You have 93% of leagues. Okay, so go, take a shot here. He might be owned in more dynasty leagues, as I said, but trades for him, you're looking at a fourth-round pick is the highest one I saw. I'm sorry, the highest I saw him go was 2023 third. So I'm assuming that Oops. we got a real big Ebner fan out there. But mostly it was a fourth, fifth, or fab. It wasn't a lot either. Like I saw $10, and uh, I actually tried to trade for him with someone and i offered him ten dollars fab in a fifth round pick he declined it wow he's like holding out value for ebner over there i was like no can you trade with me so i could do this podcast please you can have him back then i don't give a shit (laughs) i also saw him trade for players like philip dorsett and boston scott so you can kind of see picks wise fab wise what you're looking at and then player wise what you're looking at too guys that Kind of roster cloggers like Boston Scott had a few good runs last week. I really don't think he's going to be much of anything for Philadelphia this year or moving forward. And Philip Dorsett is Philip Dorsett. Philip Dorsett. So, I mean, what do you see Ebner's role being in 2023 once Montgomery moves on? So is, he, is he the Khalil Herbert to Khalil Herbert? He could be the David Montgomery to the Khalil Herbert because I think his size is more like David Montgomery's, but I think Khalil Herbert is the 1A. Ebner could be the one B. So 
yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna be honest, man. Just with the way Justin Fields is running, I, <laughs> I'm not a fan of having like the one B in this offense really too much anymore because the one A is now Justin Fields, the one B is now David Montgomery, mm-hmm. and if I'm the Bears. I would not keep David Montgomery. I don't think it's financially smart. I mean, they have a lot of money to play with, but we see the Chiefs go get Isaiah Pacheco for a six-round pick. Like, I think the running back position is so deep nowadays in the in college football that you can find guys super late just with, like, wide receivers. There's so many of them. I, I just don't see the Bears – I don't know. I don't see much for Tristan Ebner moving forward just because Justin Fields has shown what he's going to do in that offense, probably moving forward because they're seeing actual success in this. But I mean, I would, if you can get Ebner for free, I think you're definitely down. If you trade a third round pick for Ebner, boy, you better, you better be his mama or his daddy or his (laughs) grandmama and you better own his Jersey because that's, that's way too much. Mm -hmm. But if you can trade it for a third, go for it. But I'm yeah, okay I, I with the fourth, it, with the fifth, with the fab. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with taking those later picks and taking a chance on a guy like this because we've seen how many times those draft picks for guys like this, yeah. and those guys have become players that we've put into starting lineups over the years. We've seen it time and time again. Mm-hmm. Jarek McKinnon, Chev, as you're saying, resurgence, Isaiah Pacheco, fifth-round draft picks for, for me in a lot of leagues starting games for me because eventually no matter how stacked your running back situation is you end up playing zero rb at some point in the season you just do it it happens every freaking year and this is the good thing about our podcast man we talk about all these dudes that are coming in in the next class so you know these guys mike was huge on isaiah pacheco so if you're listening to this podcast man these fourth and fifth round picks they're not gonna hit every single time but we are going to give you names to look at and look for once we see who they're drafted by. And that helps you so dang much. I mean, you could have got Isaiah Pacheco for a fifth round pick. Like Mike is saying, Yeah, he sat on your taxi squad for 10 weeks. Look at you. Now you got a guy that's getting 15 to 16 rushes a game, nothing in the passing game yet with Jared McKinnon there. He looks great catching the ball, but that is why it's so important to actually do your homework and listen to the podcast. It's mm-hmm. huge. I will say guys like this, though, these are guys that don't bank on them to be cornerstones of your team. Okay, these are guys you get a little bit out of them. You're happy with the return on the value that you got from your fourth and fifth round pick. You move on. You you use them to gain draft capital or upgrade to a better player. You got to keep turning these guys over. Can't stay complacent with Isaiah Pacheco with trusted Ebner on your squad. Mm You know, because then what's going to happen is you're going to end up a scrub like AJ Green, the Dr. Squatch scrub Ooh. bed of the week, or should Ooh. I say, the scrub bed of the week brought to you by Dr. Squatch. Hey, listen, take the soap quiz to find your scent now. Take quick questions and you find out which soaps best match your scent preferences and lifestyle. Links are all down below. Dr. Squatch, sub right now so highly recommend it i got some dr squatch soap sean got some dr squatch soap i took the soap quiz mm-hmm. i got alpine stage and pine tar and i got a little soap gripper it works great cool. I highly recommend Love that cool beans my, my wife likes it too so <laughs> there you go it's great for the ladies as well guys there we go so last week nate why don't you tell us about you're, you're the guy leading the charge here why don't yeah. you tell us about last week how we did and then we'll get into this week. AJ Green, 
why did we doubt AJ Green? I doubted AJ Green. I believe Chev, you doubted AJ Green with me, and we convinced Mike and Pork begrudgingly to take the over. No, uh, what happened was I I said no on three points, and then you lowered it to two point five, uh, <laughs> and I said I will make sure I change the batteries in his controller to make sure he gets this over. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, Chev. Yes, sir. Because he did get the over two point five, he actually got five receptions for fifty yards on nine targets. AJ Green, AJ Green is back, baby. Whole Watch thing. out, alpha season, it's coming. Oh boy, it's gonna score that many points the best of the season, probably. See that many targets, but uh, he made he made me look dumb, so that's just what it is. But this week on Monday Night Football, we got a pretty good matchup. We got a pretty good matchup, it's involving the Colts. The Colts are gonna be playing on Monday Night Football. I'm stalling, I'm trying to remember what team they're playing. It is the Steelers, the Steelers versus the Colts, okay, on Monday Night Football, and I think we might have done this guy before in the scrub bet of the week, but he, he changed teams, and I don't know why, because scrubs should be traded. They should get released. But Zach Moss is still kicking around with the Indianapolis Colts. Under. Moss over under <laughs> half a point. Oh, half a point. Yeah, I will take the over. I will take the over. Mm. I think Are you he sure? got over at, What did he get last week? He's gotten <laughs> over half a point the last two weeks. He had one attempt for four yards, two <laughs> attempts for seven yards. His oh, snap share is 2% and 6%. 2%. You're taking a huge risk with this one. You know what? Jonathan Taylor might have 30 rushes by halftime. Give me the over on Zach Moss. Porkman. I'm taking the over. Chef. You know what? I am actually going to take the under. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite way. I said over in the beginning, but I am going to I'm gonna go under now. I'm going to go under as well, actually. Don't think we're gonna see him too much. I mean, with Deion Jackson getting a little bit healthier, he got an injury. We'll see. Zach Moss was a touted Twitter darling. I remember oh, yeah. that guy. So we'll Running see if uh, let's back see right. let's see if he can he can bring it back. He's got he's got an opportunity possibly we'll if somebody goes down, baby. We'll be watching. All right, we will be out. Do there. they have a moss moss uh, squatch scent? I don't For think everyone's so. Sake, I hope not. But if they do, <laughs> if if moss goes over, maybe I'll buy somebody a squash moss scented soap. Perfect. There we go. All right, Nate, let's wrap it up with you. And what is your last Black Friday steal that you were looking to acquire? Yeah, one last guy I'm looking to acquire. And I think this is, you know, this is kind of his last chance, but I'm willing to take one more shot on this guy. It's Terrace Marshall. Um, I liked him a lot coming out of college. I had him uh, graded out pretty well. I, I liked what he brought to the table just physically at six foot three, 200 pounds, but also uh, speed wise, you know, he had brought a lot of speed, looked like he could play as a big slot receiver, looked like he could play outside, you know, either way. And we're seeing him kind of actually make something happen with this new Panther staff. And Mm -hmm. he's out there. He is seeing a good amount of snaps in the last five of six games since Matt Rule has been fired in the last five games. He has seen over 80% snap count. 
This is something he was not seen before. But since Matt Rule has been fired, Terrace Marshall is out there on the field. And I'm not sure he's going to make it through the next regime, but there's a good chance that the current regime could continue into the uh, the new regime or overlap some with some of their coaching staff. Um, you know, there are people out there that are saying that the current interim head coach and some of the offensive coordinators you know, show some promise. Maybe Matt Rule was truly the issue with this team. So Terrace Marshall, like I said, in, the, in those last five games, 26 targets, averaging you know over five per game. He led the team in targets against Baltimore this past week. And in, the, in that time, in that five-game period, he's been a top 30 wide receiver three times. Yep. That means he's in your lineup three of the last five weeks, playing for the awful Carolina Panthers. Only one touchdown on that time, so if the awful Carolina Panthers were a little bit less awful, we'd be looking at even <laughs> more fantasy points. I think Terrace Marshall has the ability. He hasn't been given the chance until now. He's also averaging over 20 yards per catch in the last mm-hmm. five games. Really, over the last five games, he is looking like a solid wide receiver three for your team. Um, at worst, a flex play. And with you, what you have to spend to go out and get him, I mean, you can likely get him for a third-round pick because mm-hmm. people are looking at this as, oh, this is your last sell window for Terrace Marshall Jr. But Terrace Marshall, I still believe, is a good player. I had him rate it as a good player coming out of college. I think the opportunity and the talent is still there. So if he gets that chance, which he is currently getting and showing, why are we not going to buy into that and see if he can make it with the next team in 2023? He is number one among wide receivers in target quality rating, by the way. Somehow. I don't know what that stat means. I've seen that one before. (laughs) I just looked for whatever he was ranked highest as, but here it is. Combines catchable targets, which Carolina doesn't have a ton of them, with Average target depth, putting a premium on deep, catchable targets and discounting shorter, uncatchable passes. Yeah, he had a deep catch last week. So there you go. Yeah. And, you know, if you don't want to move a draft pick for him, you can probably if if Terrace Marshall is on a contending team, you can move an aging veteran for him quite easily. Like a Raheem Mostert, even you could likely move for a Terrace Marshall. There you go. I love it. Move uh, must start Mostert. To that contender, <laughs> Jairus Marshall. And that's a move that's going to help that team now and your team later in 2023. And that's going to wrap it up. I really hope that you had fun wilding and hanging out with us today. Pork had a great time. He's all smiles down there. But before we head on out of here today, hey, head on over to Underdog Fantasy. Play some best ball. Pick them's arrivals. Use the promo code rewind on Underdog Fantasy. You get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. If you're headed to a game, Go to SeatGeek.com and use the promo code DynastyRewind to get $20 off your first picket, first ticket purchase. Sorry. Have that first stadium beer on us with your savings. And we want you to be a part of the best community. My God. Sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash DynastyRewind. 10% off for all yearly memberships. You know what it is. Come get your team audited. Sign up for a year at the Rewinder Gold tier. Have Pork audit your team, have Nate audit your team, have Chev audit your team, or your host, Michael Bauer. Until next time, be kind, please rewind. Thanks for listening, everybody.